Good morning, it's Rainy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. Um, a lot of emails from our last couple of podcasts about molds and allergies, um, things like that. So, what we've done is we have built a new page on the website. It's called News. It's right underneath um, my picture. I'm, I am a modest person, believe it or not. Uh, but it's on my picture, under my picture, on the um, front page of the website. Just click on News. It'll take you to a page that has links to um, audio files and movies and books and other information and the the uh, home page has been changed a little bit too so you might want to get back to the home page bookmark it and um, start reading and getting educated molds uh, uh, thank you to Arlene for sending me the film on that which I have included a link to uh, I have been talking about mold and black mold for quite a while and and uh, because it's it's very prevalent in the south but it's also prevalent everywhere else it's not just the black mold that gets um, influenced by our weather by the heat and the humidity etc um, but the molds that are covering the United States and, and actually the world because we're all connected those molds are causing a lot of symptoms of diseases according to the Western medical world which are are being treated with drugs and inoculations and all kinds of things that are not doing anything for this mold. That's why we have such chronic illness. That's why a lot of illnesses are coming back to the forefront. And uh, there are only a few things that we know of so far that actually get rid of molds. And I can actually see them, see that mold in the irises of people's eyes. Uh, when I do iridology and I look in their eyes, there's a um, a lot of segments of the eyes, of course. It's, it takes seven years to learn iridology, so don't go to somebody who said they learned it in a couple of weeks. It's, it's just not real. But anyway, um, when you look in, in the iris of the eye and you see these balloons of growth in certain areas of the eyes, you can tell where the mold has actually gotten into the body. And mold is exacerbated by yeast. Yeast, of course, is in all of us, but gets exacerbated by antibiotics and other drugs. Um, it can be prevalent in our bodies at birth, and that leads us to autism. Autism is a major problem, not only in the United States, but in the world. And a book I want you to get, and you can, again, go on the site and click on it, it's called Vaccines, Are They Really Safe and Effective? I've talked about inoculations and Forget the Cures, Find the Cause. As one of the things that stops us from doing our Earth Walk, there will be more on inoculations and vaccines in book two. Um, but you need to read this book too, also, because it talks about how we in America have changed the well-being of the entire world, and not in a good way. When I was a kid, I got measles, mumps, I got uh, whooping cough, I got the fifth disease, I got all those things that kids get as childhood diseases, and they're fairly mild when you're a child. There are a few cases, there's always a few cases where things are different, but we didn't have measles, mumps, rubella shots. We didn't have DPT shots for diphtheria and pertussis and, and tetanus. If we stepped on a nail, we might have gotten a tetanus shot. Mostly we use natural things to, to protect ourselves. Um, diphtheria was not really a problem as a child. Pertussis is a cough. You know, that's what it is. That's why Robitussin 
and pertussin cough medicine. That's why it's out there to stop the cough, which you don't need either, but that's where it comes from. Uh, rubella is basically swollen glands, and measles and mumps, we, both, we all know, are, are fairly mild diseases that most of us who were over the age of 40 have had in our childhood, and they never came back. And yeah, they were a pain to parents because, you know, for four or five days, you got to keep your kids from scratching, and three or four days, you got to watch them be in bed and with the lights down and things like that. But much better than having your child inoculated in the hospital as soon as they're born for all of these things and finding out six months later, three months later, five years later, that all of a sudden they are autistic or um, they are developing the symptoms of autism. Um, we stop all the inoculations and we may stop about 90% of autism in the United States. It's going to be tough to do because we have a government that actually dictates to us whether we're going to live or die. And I could get in trouble for that, but come on, that's okay. There's a whole lot of evidence out there that things are going on with the government that are not necessarily positive or good for us. Uh, another link on the news site, and uh, thank you Dave from New Jersey, my friend from New Jersey. He sent me a link to CBS News um, where they had, uh, they were talking about the, the uh, Medicare law that was voted on uh, quite a while ago, three and a half years ago actually. But what happened in the process of of enacting this law that now we live by. Um, the Medicare law, in essence, just a real short summary, actually prohibits Medicare from negotiating with pharmaceutical companies to get a lower price for drugs. Uh, as a veteran, of course, I can go to a veteran's hospital and I can get drugs cheaper. I don't go and get drugs, but I could if I was if I was somebody who believed in that course of action. And some of the examples in the um, newscast were things that my mother might take, um, Lipitor or other medications for cholesterol, for instance, would cost my mother, who's on Medicare, fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars a year, but as a veteran, it would cost me five hundred dollars a year. So who do you think is getting the extra thousand dollars per prescription per person per year in the United States? The pharmaceutical companies. Now, how is this vote done? Usually, once uh, all of the debate is over, if there truly is debate in Congress or the House of Representatives, we don't really know anymore, do we? And the ones that are kind of uh, ticklish or <clears throat> might cause some problems, they make sure it's a closed-door debate and it's done late at night. That's exactly what happened with this one. Now, the voting process is supposed to be a 15-minute vote where you vote yes or no, yay or nay, or you abstain. And when the votes are tallied, it's done. And that is either law or not law, and we are supposed to live by that. In this particular vote, it took, they extended the time for two and a half hours. And the reason they did that is so that the pharmaceutical lobbyists could do whatever they do, bribing or talking or scaring or intimidating, whatever they do, two to one per congressional person, and suddenly, and over that length of two and a half hours, votes were changed, and the law was enacted. The most disturbing thing about all of this is that 15, or more maybe, but 15 of the people who worked on this particular law then left Congress and became pharmaceutical lobbyists, some of them for incomes of $2 million a year. 
That's what's happening in our country. That's what Western medicine does. For those of you who listen to this, you understand a lot of that. That's why you listen to me every every day, every time I'm on. Um, but for people in your lives who are not paying attention or who poo-poo you and say, you know, that's all hippie stuff and voodoo and witchcraft and magic, well, if I'm doing voodoo, witchcraft, and magic, and I have a success ratio like I have with my clients, if it was me who was sick, I'd go find somebody like me because I know that it would work. And if it's voodoo and magic and witchcraft, fine, let it be that. But that's, that's really not what holistic health is. Holistic health is logical. It is natural. It is in tune and in harmony with the earth and with heaven and with God. And it doesn't use, you know little chants or sayings or it doesn't I'm not I'm not more connected to angels than anybody else it's logical and it's scientific at the same time that it's spiritual but anyway if it, you know you need to start getting people interested in these things and if they won't listen to you send them to the website and say just listen you know listen to CBS news watch this movie on mold read this book about vaccines are they really safe and effective read the water book on how not to drink the water and what water should be Read, forget the cures, find the cause first, and get an overview of what holistic health is all about. Um, and read book one and book two, and then listen to the podcast. Tell them that, you know, what do they have to lose? In, in the privacy of their home, on their computer, they can listen to this podcast and learn things that they might have never known before. Now, part of the process of that is when people first read the books, or they um, and even when they read my book, they'll come back to me on my table or in my house, and they ask me the same questions that were answered in the book. They ask them again in a different way, because it didn't sink in yet. You know, when you begin to see the light, it's just a, a glimmer. Um, it's only when the doors are all fully open that you see the light completely. And so people will be in a process of, of learning and evolution and growth, and... Um, they may ask you questions over and over again, but that's okay, because at least they're taking a step forward. They're doing what they need to do to get educated, to take charge of your own health, to quit letting everybody else take charge of you. Um, people in other countries, I have listeners in every continent, and uh, I have a map of where they are. It just amazes me sometimes how many downloads there are in Australia or South America or Asia or Europe, different parts of Europe, or way up in, in the Arctic <laughs> um, circle. Um, in Iraq, even, people are listening, and that's great, because, you know, we are a global nation, and, and we have affected each other. With the vaccinations, for instance, there were no autistic children in Japan until after World War II. After World War II, when we supposedly rebuilt a lot of Japan, we also instituted a law that said that children in Japan had to be inoculated for measles, mumps, rubella, diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus. MMR, DPT. Those are the shots your kids are getting. And three years, or not even three years, it was 43, is two years or less after the first inoculations were given, the very first autistic child was diagnosed in Japan. Right after World War II in 1944, there had been no autistic children in Great Britain, in England. But after we began inoculations and instituted inoculations through the British government, when they agreed with us that this was something that had to be done, after we did that, all of a sudden, there was a commission on inoculations and a commission on autism. Um, get educated, people. 
I'm not making this up. I'm not a radical leftist fanatic or any of those things. I am an educated professional that has been doing this research and this kind of work for over 40 years. No, I don't get paid every time you click on a podcast. Somebody asked a friend of mine that. Um, I don't get paid every time you, you listen to any of these things that I do for free. I don't get paid for all the information that I educate my clients on when they're on my table. Um, I go through probably teaching a holistic health class 30 or 40 times a week, either on the telephone, on this podcast, or with clients. I do it over and over again. Is it because I'm altruistic? No. It's because I believe in holistic health, the alternative way, the natural way of doing things, and I believe that we're in trouble. I believe that we are allowing others to take charge of our bodies, our health, our minds, our spirits, and um, it's time to take them back. And if that means, you know, starting some kind of movement that pushes legislation or a law that says that con congressmen and senators are in a non-compete agreement with any corporation or company for 15 or 20 years after they leave Congress or while they're in our service as government officials, then we should do that. You know, there's non-compete agreements all over corporate America. If you leave a corporation, you can't go to another corporation that's in conflict with them or in, in competition with them for a certain length of time. Well, if our congressional people, if our senators and congressmen are supposedly working for us, which they're supposed to be doing, then they should have non-compete ag uh, compete agreements with every company, every company out there that they have any influence with or have had any influence with in Congress. So for instance, if you know, if they're pushing legislation on clean air, they can't leave Congress and go work for somebody who pollutes the air. If they're pushing for a Medicare Act or a Medical Bill Act, they can't go become doctors and they can't go work for pharmaceutical companies. If they're pushing higher insurance rates or lower insurance rates, they can't go work for insurance companies. Yeah, they'll get their brothers-in-law to do it. And they'll, and they'll sneak it all under the table because they're all lawyers and they know how to do this. But at least it'll slow them down a little bit until we find another way. Um, we may have to do that. We may have to get that word out and, and start making these people work for us the way they're supposed to be working for us and not working for themselves with their personal agendas. Personal agendas in politics happen from, you know, the guy next door who starts a little movement to the President of the United States. Everybody has a personal agenda. It's money-driven. It's fear-driven. It's the fear of being poor. It's the fear of being not as good as the next guy and not having all the things the other guy has. And that kind of, of uh, process, that agenda, affects all of us in a negative way. And the ones I care about the most right now are the kids. Um, I, like I said, I grew up and had all those diseases. I also had, you know, a freedom that our kids don't have today. I don't, didn't run to doctors all the time and get put on pills. I took cod liver oil, for heaven's sake. I loved cod liver oil. I used to sneak it from my mother. I went out and played baseball. I stayed out until I was called home. I ate meals that were fairly well balanced. Not always, because they didn't know then that you weren't supposed to mix, you know, meats and, and, and potatoes. The American way was meats and potatoes and apple pie after dinner. So the food combinations were incorrect. That caused a lot of things. You know, I did get different illnesses in my life that I shouldn't have had or didn't have to have if people were educated on the proper way to do things. Um, but I lived a life that was different from what kids are living now. Kids now are sick. They're chronically sick. 
they either have upper respiratory infections, they're told they have asthma, they're on inhalers constantly, um, the ADHD kids are constantly on medications because they're supposedly sick and, they're, and they know they're not. When I left Alabama, the one time that I left and was going to leave forever, because I got flooded out and lost everything I owned, which was once of, of three times. Um, I left for a while while they were repairing my, my condo, and a child of eight years old called me and said, Miss Raina, please come back. I don't want to be an ADHD kid. And he wasn't. But he was diagnosed as having ADHD when, in fact, what he had was uh, yeast with parasitic infestations within his colon that had spread throughout the tissues of his body. When we got rid of those, all of a sudden everything was better and the diagnosis went away. So forget the cures, people. Forget running to all these other places. Find the cause. That's what the book is about. That's what the website's about. That's what this podcast is about. And quit being afraid of sharing this with people. They're not going to think you're weird. They might yell at you and call you stupid or I'm not listening to that baloney. You know what? Give them the, the link anyway and sometime in the privacy of their own home when they're a little worried about why their kid doesn't get well or while, why their mother is suffering the way she is or why their husbands are doing what they're doing or why their doctors are telling them to go on antidepressants. Um, maybe they'll listen to a couple segments, they'll learn something, and things will change and you'll save their lives. You'll save their spirits, you'll save their minds, you'll save all those things that make us good human beings that try to help each other. And part of that helps you because we're all connected to each other, so when you help somebody else, you're helping yourself. Okay, that's it for today. Um, I'll be back in a couple days. I have a lot of work to do today, so I can't stay on any longer. I really wanted to go into lots more stuff, but, but just go to the website and start learning, start reading, um, start doing what you're supposed to do. We still are working on the podcast books. It, the translation or the transcription of all those is not an easy thing to do. My friend Elsa is going blind on the computer, um, but the podcast books will get out there, and the Amazon shorts will be out in a couple weeks, um, articles that are two to 10,000 words long that will tell you some more about holistic health. So stay tuned. This is Raina G. Have a great day.